0: Hello, and welcome to episode 504 of From Paper to People podcast. My name is Carolyn Neelachlan, and I am your hostess with the Mostest. I have an episode for you that is another episode involving my hashtag BioAday2022 project. This time I'm talking about my second great grandfather, Wiley Franklin Odom, which is just a really fabulous name. I love that name. So there are some surprises in this story. I learned these things when I was doing a lot of scrounging around and having a really hard time. He was the dead end. He was the dead end for the surname Odom in my family. And at a second great-grandfather for a white person, that is rather rare. So I wasn't sure what was up. But as you'll hear in the story, I found the answer to the mystery of where that brick wall came from and how to knock it down. The first thing I want to say is that the surname Odom, O-D-O-M, can be spelled in other ways, with an E, with an A, -A O-D-A-M, O-D-E-N even. And I'm told that all of these derivations of the name are actually derived from the god Odin, O-D-I-N, or Woden, W-O-D-E-N, a pagan god who was top god in Norse mythology, and that anyone who is carrying this name is descended of someone who worshipped Odin. So I think that was really kind of interesting to know. We don't always know exactly where our family names come from, and some of our family names are so common that it's really hard to know a whole lot about them other than maybe it's a name that came from the name of a person's father, or it came from an area where the person lived, or even a geographical or topographical feature of an area like the name Warren. So this is Wiley Franklin Odom, and as I did before, and as I will continue to do, the first thing I'm going to read you is the life story that was auto-generated by Ancestry.com. Then, I'm going to go over to the life sketch that I created on FamilySearch, and I'm going to read that to you in its full length, and it will explain some things to you. So, here we go. Ancestry.com says, When Wiley Franklin Odom was born on June 23, 1867, in Maury, Tennessee, his father, Isaac, was 23, and his mother, Elizabeth, was 24. He married Mandy Alice Williams on October 25, 1890, in Lewis County, Tennessee. They had six children in 20 years. He died on June 17, 1923, in Austin, Texas, at the age of 55, and was buried in Ranger, Texas. The first thing that stands out to me is that I've already outlived him, which is kind of horrifying. But then again, you'll see from his life story why it is that probably he died when he did. This is the life sketch that I have written as an expanded sketch using a lot of different sources. Wiley Franklin Odom was born on 23 June 1867 in Morey County, Tennessee. His father, Isaac Brown Odom, was 23 and his mother, Elizabeth Williams, was 24. Until 2015, Wiley's father's identity was unknown to living family dna confirmed wiley's paternity his father isaac was born in mississippi and had already married elizabeth jane thornton in 1865 in trinity texas it is unclear how elizabeth williams and isaac brown odom became acquainted or what the nature of their relationship was but after wiley's birth elizabeth williams never married and wiley carried his father's surname He was named for his maternal grandfather and an uncle who died young and who would have been nine years old in 1867 when Wiley was born. The 1870 census shows Wiley at age five living in Lewis County with his mother, his maternal grandparents, Wiley Williams and Mary Ann Arrington Williams, his aunts and uncles and a hired hand. The 1880 census shows Wiley mistakenly listed as Wiley F. Williams, son of Wiley B. and Marianne. It is unclear whether this was deliberate subterfuge to hide Wiley's illegitimacy or the censor-taker making an assumptive error. He is shown as attending school in 1880 at age 15. He left school able to read and write. The next fact available about Wiley is his marriage to Mandy Alice Williams on 25 October 1890 in Lewis County, Tennessee. They had six children in 20 years, five of whom survived to adulthood. Guy Presley or GP Odom Sr, 1893 to 1941, Etta May Odom, 1894 to 1963, Russell L. Odom, 1896 to 1962, Bessie Lee Odom, 1901-1962, to 1962, an unnamed infant in 1909, and Cleo Pauline Odom, 1914-1977. to 1977. All of Mandy and Wiley's children were born in Texas, and Mandy's sister and brother-in-law had moved there in about 1888, so Mandy and Wiley likely migrated from Tennessee to Texas between 1890 and 1893, arriving first in Dublin, Erath County, Texas. By 1900, Wiley was a farmer in Eastland County, Texas. A boarder was living with the family. In 1910, Wiley was still farming in a rented house. His wife, children, and a grandson were living with him. His last appearance in the official records was in the 1920 census. By this time, he had retired from farming and was teaming for an oil company, as was his now schizophrenic son, Russell. Wiley died on 17 June 1923, roughly four days after suffering a stroke, at Austin State Hospital for the Senile and Insane, aged 55. He was buried in Ranger, Eastland, Texas, in the family plot. Sources, Ancestry DNA, census records 1870, 1880, 1900, 1910, 1920, Tennessee state marriages 1780-2002, to Texas Death Index, 1903 to 2000, Texas Death Certificates, 1903 to 1982, and U.S. Find-a-Grave Index, 1600s to current. So, that is one of the only DNA surprises in my family. I really thought we would never find out why we had this guy named Odom living in a house full of Williamses. And it turned out that my uncle, who is my dad's half-brother, kindly volunteered to take an Ancestry DNA test, did so, and all of a sudden, all of these Odom-lined cousins started popping up, and this was back a few years ago when there was a beta that I wish they had kept and made into a regular feature that allowed triangulation more easily because it actually provided the triangulation off of a combination of matches and trees, and those trees all showed... Isaac Brown Odom was the direct lineal great-grandfather or second or third great-grandfather of the DNA test taker in that Odom family line. So we were able to definitively establish that. And that was truly an amazing thing. Now, one other note I want to let everybody know. By the time you hear this, you will know if you are on Spotify and looking for me, you will not find me and that is because Spotify has chosen to make illegitimate and misleading statements about COVID-19 and COVID-19 vaccines okay and part of their programming. I worked for almost a full year as a contact tracer here in New York, and it was hard work. It was very hard, and I was in constant contact with people who were worried about their livelihoods and their family members, their children, their children's education, you know, the well-being of their family members but themselves as well. There was a lot of fear, a lot of tension, a little bit of resentment, a lot of stuff going on. And that was before there was a vaccine available. And then once the vaccine became available, things changed slightly. But the thing is, it is the responsibility of all thinking people to make sure that the information that they are putting out is correct in the face of a lethal pandemic and spotify was given the choice either deplatform a particular podcaster who let a lot of ugly incorrect mis and disinformation go out to the world or to lose some people. Now my podcast doesn't mean very much in the face of all of these things, right? It's a little podcast. I'm not Joni Mitchell, I'm not Neil Young, I'm not other people who have pulled their music or are in the process of pulling their music from the platform, but I believe that I have a responsibility to you and to myself and to the world just because I'm a human being, no other reason, and that is to respect the truth because that's what we talk about in genealogy. We talk about the history, whether it's easy or hard, comfortable or uncomfortable. And Lord knows that what we're talking about when we talk about illegitimacy or enslavement or a lot of other things we talk about on this podcast, we're talking about things that are uncomfortable and that are not attractive or pleasant, but they are the truth. So in respect of the truth, I am no longer on Spotify. You can however find me on a lot of other platforms, and I've made that information available on my Twitter account and on my Instagram account, and you can also find it on a web page itself on my website. But I'll tell you right now that you can hear me on Audible, Blueberry, Good Pods, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Apple, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spreaker. Stitcher, TuneIn, and any other podcatcher that takes its content from any of those providers. So please be sure to know that. If all else fails, hey, come to my YouTube channel, subscribe, watch some videos, listen to the podcast episodes, like, comment, go for it. I'm there for you. In the meantime, do your research. Don't be a Jeffrey. Try Bio A Day 2022 to write a little biography every day and above all, expect surprises. Happy Black History Month!